0: Podcast. Con. Media. gonna We got You are now listening Listen. to the High Podcasters.
1: Hey all you knowledge seekers, welcome to
0: another episode of Hyrule Podcasters! I'm your co-host Ben, and I'm your co-host
1: Pat. On this audio-only Let's Play, we tend to venture through each game
0: in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. Got that right. We're not experts or purists, we're just playing each game from start to finish. Usually. This week, we're bringing you a
1: side quest episode where we'll be talking with Joshua from Zelda Universe. Joshua, how you doing?
2: I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Couldn't be more excited to have you here. And you've been making the rounds and being on uh, a lot of a lot of Zelda podcasts recently. It seems like. Yeah, I guess I have.
2: I've been on some other podcasts lately too.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> not just Zelda. <laughs> not not just Zelda. What are some of the other podcasts you've made appearances on? Anything you had fun with? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I also do stuff with RPG
1: Fan. Uh, so, I've been uh, so, doing some of that too. Very cool. Very cool. Fun. So love it. as you can tell, this is not one of our normal audio only let's play episodes. We'll be bringing you. This is the last interview as we are in between seasons. Uh, Patrick and I are anxiously preparing to play his favorite Zelda
0: game of all time. Link's Awakening. So we were supposed to play Link's Awakening. This is for you, Joshua, because our listeners might know. We were supposed to play Link's Awakening last season, because we're trying to do them in order. But since the Nintendo Switch put out the N64 and it had Ocarina, we thought maybe we'd skip ahead and try to be a part of the Zeitgeist. And it was fun. We got to play we got to play Ocarina with a lot of people. Okay, we got to play the Deku Tree with a lot of people, then a lot of people decided they didn't want to finish Ocarina, (laughs) as happens to me most of the time. But we're circling back around to my favorite now. What do you think about Link's Awakening?
2: Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's not my favorite, but I guess Mm -hmm. on my list, it would be my second favorite favorite top-down Zelda. Zelda.
0: Nice. And did you you play it on the original Game Boy when it came out? It was my second Game Boy.
2: It was my second Zelda game. Uh, It was... And actually, I said I misspoke and said second Game Boy game, but I think it was my third Game Boy game. It was mm-hmm. one of my did first play the, video uh, games. you the original
1: really. or the Game Boy Color
2: DX version? I played both, uh, but I did play the original first.
0: So what were your two first Game Boy games?
2: Uh, when I got my Game Boy, I got Kirby's Dream Land and Donkey Kong Land. Nice. Ooh, nice.
0: Donkey Kong Land. Ah, interesting. Did you ever play, what is the Mario for Game Boy? Mario World? Super Mario World? Land. That's Super NES, uh, Super yeah, Mario land. land. For whatever reason, they've always
2: done Land, yeah. Land on, on, on Game Boy. Yeah, but, uh, that's right. That's right. I didn't actually play that until they put it on 3DS.
0: Ah, okay. We definitely had it. I we definitely had that. I like Links so uh, Yeah. I like Links Awakening because Ben, my older brother over here, couldn't take the controller away from me. I could just hide and play the game all I wanted.
1: <laughs> we learned to share very early, very early in life.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I am I am
1: the older brother, so mm.
0: <laughs> so you were taking the sticks. Oh yes. man, did you have any rules when you played video games with your younger brother?
2: No, we uh, we didn't have tons of overlap in it. Mm. I'm way more into video games than he ever was. Oh, okay. gotcha. So.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. We had a uh, we had a mom who was very into video games. And then Patrick and I were very into video games. And so there was a lot of video game playing happening in our house.
2: Now, my my second brother followed in my
1: footsteps on video games, but
2: the rest of my family
0: (laughs) did not. And do you still game? Do you game with your second uh, your youngest brother, I guess? When I see him, when you see him, (laughs) but
2: I don't see them that often.
0: Yeah, you know, Ben and I have tried to translate it into, you know, some Mario Party or some Super Smash Bros. online. And we do occasionally. We we, we we play the new Mario Party a decent amount, you know, once a month or so. I like that a lot. But it's it's just more fun in person, um, I think. And it's just easier to make the time to drop sure. what you're doing in person and start playing.
1: All right, so... We, uh, we have a few different things that we're going to uh, kind of work through. I, I think most people probably instantaneously ask you about favorite Zelda, first Zelda experience, but people know all that stuff. So we're, we're tossing that aside. We're going to actually jump right in to a game that you don't know about, that Pat doesn't know about it either, uh, that I have created to... Uh, to <laughs> This, be, this should hopefully be a, a fun trip down, down memory lane for you, for you, Joshua. So what I did is I noticed in your uh, Twitter profile that you listed the username umil1988. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I decided just to plug that into Google and just see what shows up. Oh, no. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to I'm going to read back to you. Um, some things that you posted on a oh, uh, uh on a fan gamer sites uh uh everything's uh in in, in Joshua, just so, Joshua just so you know um we're a very PG uh podcast so uh this may be more will embarrass you than uh be anything that uh would would throw an explicit rating on here so uh, the idea uh is for you to try and figure out what was the name of the thread for this particular comment, all right. <laughs> this is oh awesome. Boy.
0: This is a great. Oh game. boy!
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So here we go. I I, I think this one should be a, should be an easy one, and I will tell you if you were the kind of first person to like if you're the uh, initiator or if you're if you're replying. So this one you initiated. You you created this thread, and so here is the question. Just a quick question. Parenthetical. I hope this is the correct board. Was any clay artwork ever released for Mother 3, GBA, or N64, like the Mother 1 and Mother 2 stuff question? If not, was any official artwork ever released at all? So what are are you wanting from me as the answer to this? I want you to think, what could the thread name have been called? The thread name, not where I posted it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, the thread name is probably something like is there official artwork for Mother 3? <laughs>
1: we'll give it to you. So the the thread was clay artwork, question mark. Any artwork, question mark? Uh, no, okay. And yes, this was in the Mother 3 uh, or Earthbound 2 on on Fangamer.com. Uh, yeah,
2: which, which at the time was probably Starmen.net still.
1: Ah, yes. Okay, Star that gets referenced Man. later on in one of these.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, so Joshua 1. One for one, definitely. I do like Mother 3. So.
1: I, I saw that in the, in the thread. I, I was I was, I was very
2: much part of
1: begging and begging and begging. <laughs> well, I think... Still I am. <laughs> this next one goes right along here. So you are replying to, to a thread. Um, and here is your answer. It's been almost a week since I got my copy, and I'm still somewhat shocked every time I see the box or turn on the game. It's still hard to believe that I actually own the game after waiting a decade for it. And so what do you think the uh, this thread was talking about?
2: Waiting a decade for a game. I mean, this could be Mother 3. Again, it is.
1: But so the, the <laughs> okay. thread question. Ah! Yeah, very good. The thread question was when you first saw your copy of M3. So you're right in alignment here. So you're doing great. Wow. Yeah, so
2: I actually just... It's it's coincidence that you brought this up now because there was a Twitter thread recently where uh, I think it was just a thing going around where people were like, what was the first thing you ever bought online? Uh, so I went looking and digging through the sites I knew I used to go to and Mother 3 might have actually been the first thing I ever bought myself online. Oh, wow, mm. that's
0: amazing.
1: How did you... How did you purchase Mother 3 cuz that wasn't something that was easily released from my least I Im-
2: I imported it through Play Asia. Wow. In 2007 wow. Uh, which would have been just about a year and a half or so
1: after it was released in Japan. Wow. Now, was that disc or cartridge was it like region locked in some way? Did you have a no. no. Okay, so you could just no. plug it in. Uh, it's a
2: Game It's a Game Boy Advance game, oh, okay. uh, and
1: Game Boys aren't region locked. Oh,
2: very nice, mm. very nice. So I played through about half of the game in Japanese and then got stuck. Uh, <laughs>
0: and
2: then I've replayed it since then with the fan
1: translation. And gotten, uh, have you beaten it?
2: I bet the, the game was fairly linear up to a point, mm. and then you kind of get to a point that's a dead end and it requires backtracking. And without having the text or guide to use at that point, I was kind of (laughs) lost. Gotcha. (laughs)
0: Well, that's dedication. You know, I once got a Game Boy that belonged to Sean Lennon. It was a DS Lite. And Sean Lennon's personal assistant was a friend of a friend, and I was helping him move. And I was like, oh, you got a Japanese DS Lite there. That's cool. He said, you know what? Sean doesn't want it. You can have it. And it was all in Japanese. And for years, I just couldn't navigate it. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't change the language. I figured out I can't change the language on it. But I still own it. And I look at it sometimes and think, that's Sean Lennon's DS Lite. That's amazing. All right. It's amazing, right?
1: <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I wish I could go grab Mother
2: 3 to just show it. Because I, I do have it, but it's not... Anywhere close to within reach? Yeah, it's
0: mm. packed, so, packed away.
2: Uh, it's literally in a safe. Oh wow!
0: All right, nice, nice. <laughs> I should put my Sean Lennon DS light in a safe. If you got you any should. room in your safe, I'll <laughs> mail it to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, Uh, for this next one, I'm going to give you the comment before yours because it provides important context or else you would not be able to get it. And then I'll give you your answer. So the post before yours was from blah1017. And he said, someone tinkered with the contrast in that underground picture and came up with this. They then linked to a picture. And the picture's URL ends with undergroundADJ3AU5. And then he continues to say, looks like an underground cave with lava. To which you replied, eh, Image Shack removed the image due to bandwidth issues. What game were you talking about that may have been having a uh, a stage uh, with uh, some lava in a cave? Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers! Beep, <laughs> beep, 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 beep! Be- be- Another one for Joshua. So this thread, uh, the title was Super Smash Bros. website colon updated week daily, parenthetical super big M3 spoilers as of twelve eighteen oh seven, was the name of the thread. Wow,
0: <laughs> bringing it
1: back. I know, I know. These are, these are. This is great.
0: You're really digging stuff up. Did you find my old live journal while you're at it? I did. <laughs> I can't seem to find
1: my old live journal. Alright, these last two get pretty wonky, but we're pretty far into the game, so they're supposed to get a little harder. So you wrote, Well done! As I know three pages of people, and the post title for that matter have already said, this is one of the coolest things ever. I'm eagerly anticipating Iato's and anyone else's response. Someday I'll have the financial means to throw money at you guys. Right now, I just wish I had enough money to go to McDonald's and put gas in my truck. Being a poor college student isn't only fun. <laughs>
0: hmm this one's tough this one's tough he's thinking the wheels are turning as i
2: recall going to mcdonald's and having a truck (laughs) when i was in college um i'm surprised you were digging stuff up this long ago
1: actually
0: (laughs) the internet keeps everything Hmm. i
1: know right All right, so I will give you a hint. Um, It has to do with um, uh, site info. Site info about uh, something that had changed recently. I am unfamiliar with this game. Yeah, I don't have anything on that All right, so here we go. So it's site info colon PK Japan Siege. Probably the coolest thing ever. And I was wondering if you could elucidate okay. for us what uh, what that might be about. Man, you're just pulling all the Starmen things, aren't you? Okay,
2: yeah. I actually don't remember what the name implies to me is that it may have been one of the campaigns where they had fans from outside Japan put together letters or artwork or whatever they made and then they shipped it off to Oh, you actually said, you said Etoy, didn't you in the mm-hmm, thread? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shigeru Sato Ito is the creator of Earthbound Mother, uh, and so Starman in particular would put packages together and ship them off uh, to show him that fans in the West really, really like his work.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what so this is. I wow. suspect that's what it was. It is so. Yeah. It is so cool. Like. I just I put I dropped a link into into Discord uh, if you wanted to check it out and we'll link to it in the uh, in the show notes uh, for some of these but yeah essentially it was a crowdfunding to uh, to raise some money to send people uh, you know that worked on the game this amazing beautiful uh, artwork it's really cool
0: all right are we counting that as a point yeah he got the explainer his... so we'll give him a point all right. let's give him a half a point. This game is easy. <laughs> We're giving you a half a point. You have I a, get points even if I don't get it right. You get a half a point. All right, We'll give you one one half a point off. So that is that three and a half W's, 0.5 L's.
1: All right, and we got one last one here. This one's definitely going right. to be the hardest, I think. Quote, well, unlike most of the people, I like the Starman. I think it's lighted perfectly and looks great. It does stand out a bit too much, but I don't think throwing the... Pixely battle sprite is a good solution to that problem. Overall, I think it looks great. I've only got one suggestion to consider, drop shadows. Maybe it's a bit overused at this point, I don't use much of them when I design things, but designs that don't have nice ends always bug me a bit. The top of the design is blue and rectangular, but after the navigation is done, the rest of the page is just white and there is no clear edge on the left or right. And a drop shadow down the left and right hand side might be a nice touch. Now, the only suggestion I have is to actually make that story about the Reggie interview, the real deal. Great work. What was this about? Sounds like it was about a website redesign. It was. It was the new site design, the Mark II new site design. Okay. All right. Yeah. So,
2: the... was that Starman again? Was Starman the only place you could find me still on the
1: internet? That was the <laughs> That was the most prolific place that you were. So... Huh, that's, and they had the best. Uh, and they had the best kind of. Uh, uh, it was very easy for me to figure out what was going on, so I could actually prompt you. <laughs> I had like hints for each one if you needed them uh, to kind of get you uh, to there. But uh, that's a four and a half out of five. That's uh, that's wonderful. Four and
2: a half for, out uh, of five. Incredible. Yeah, it's interesting that that was where you found me, because um, the name actually did originate on Zelda sites, and then kind of stuck. On the Nintendo Insider Forums, which are offline, so you wouldn't be able to easily mm. search them. You'd have to go to the Wayback Machine and ah. hope you can find some public threads or something you could read. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm a little surprised that Starman.net still has all that.
1: Well I think this leads really nicely into the the first you know uh, actual topic that we wanted to talk to you about, and that's about um, your your work at Zelda Universe. Uh, you most recently uh, posted onto Twitter um, talking about kind of the first you know 20 years of of work that's been going on there and you know looking forward projecting forward for the next 20 years and in what, Uh, fan-led, you know, Zelda content in in creation and celebration is all going to be about. And I just thought you could give us a a quick primer on what you're currently up to uh, at Zelda Universe there.
2: Uh, What we're currently up to is a lot of a waiting game, Um, which unfortunately happens uh, occasionally because uh, uh, you can only come up with so much stuff you just want to write about and do and stay motivated to do in between Zelda games. And uh, at this point, it's been a while since we even got a remake or anything, um, and a lot of folks are just kind of tired and just waiting for Breath of the Wild two. So I'm sure it will all just explode as soon as we actually have news again. Uh, but uh, otherwise, like I, uh, I'm one of the webmasters, so like I'm, I'm very big picture in a lot of things. Um, so I do. A lot of where, where we're tweaking the actual design of the website, uh, and then uh, kind of changing how we uh, uh, changing how we format certain content, uh, maybe expanding into some other little content. Whether that's changing up how the guides are done, or uh, adding a new kind of guide, or adding new columns to our weekly rotation, uh, uh, and stuff like that. So I'm I'm very big picture on a lot of it nowadays. Um, uh, but, uh, but that is kind of what we're up to, uh, aside from that is just, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening on the media side, uh, which my counterpart Cody really handles more than me, but with us, uh, kind of reevaluating our own podcast and what we do with it, and then, uh, getting new YouTube content on the channel, uh, and, and things like that. Uh, we just recently revamped our, our whole Twitch format and schedule and all of that. So this downtime is kind of a, a moment for us to just reflect on how things are going and plan Mm -hmm. for what to do when it all picks up again.
0: Cool. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have some downtime. I mean, we're all clearly waiting for breath of the wild too. And I'm sure a lot of people are annoyed about that, but it does give us a good beat and, gives you a good breather you can kind of reevaluate for all the listeners out there you can totally register your email address at zeldauniverse.net and be a part of the forums and then in 20 years if you're on a podcast somebody could read <laughs> your old post from ZeldaUniverse.net and play a game with you
2: those forums <laughs> have been there for most of the 20 years uh I believe with very little downtime. I don't know exactly how far back the posts go. Mm. Uh, I know of one period of time where we did lose some data, but it was only like uh, we lost like a week or something, and then mm. couldn't. And then they were down for a couple months while we fixed everything. Mm. But yeah. uh, but otherwise, most of twenty years of discussion is there.
0: Incredible. So how did you make the Breath of the Wild map? that is so like easily navigatable on your site? Um, the short answer is I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
2: so uh, we partnered with another Zelda site uh, called Hyrule Legends, which is actually a Portuguese okay. Zelda site. Uh, uh, the uh, owner of it, Danilo, had been working on those kinds of maps for years and came to us to partner with it on it. Uh, It does use a readily available web tool for making those kinds of maps. Uh, So, like, I have learned how to do it since then, but I did not make the Breath of the Wild one. Uh, And then I know that uh, a lot of being able to populate the info so quickly and so accurately uh, is just a lot of people know how to get into game code now, and all of that information is just lying there in wait if you know where to find it.
0: Uh, I I got you. I don't
2: know how to find it, so... Uh, but we had a, a bunch of people eager to do that. Uh, actually, the original plan was for us to populate it ourselves. We just started with a blank map, and mm. when the game came out, we were like, okay, let's mark as we go where the Korok seeds are and what where we find cool things, and we'll fill it all in. And then within a week, someone had cracked open the whole thing and was like, here's, here's everything, here's all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's much easier. That's much easier. <laughs> These are really cool so. maps, so... Everybody at home, if you're playing through Breath of the Wild or Link's Awakening for the Switch, you can go and look at these really cool maps that kind of just show you what you might have left behind or if you're just trying to blow through it and 100% it without doing too much exploring. Really cool. Like well, no, you just said, show you blow through
1: a hundred percent it yeah. with nine hundred and seventy core oxides.
0: <laughs> just blow through it. Just, just whatever. You know. Well, you know, as opposed to as opposed to a hundred percenting it without using a guide. Sure. I guess I would say, I you know, the, as time stood still for you know a couple years there, and in the, in the past couple years, I went back and I hundred percented Super Mario Sunshine and Mario sixty four and a bunch of other games and he's shaking his head never sunshine dude sunshine was such a pain oh my gosh
2: it's i like, like that getting, game i'm just never to 100% it, it. <laughs> dude
0: it's not worth it it's not worth it there's so many and i'm i'm just veering a little bit here there's so many shine sprites that are difficult because clearly they rushed the game out and it's poor game design. Not because they made the levels hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like trying to get Yoshi all the way to the other side of the thing with the <laughs> island. Like no, exactly what you're days. talking about. Days! <laughs> it took me days! But I can now say that I 100 at it so I never have to do that again. Now I can just get the shine sprites I want and play the final boss and move on the next time I play it.
1: Amazing. You know, one thing I was thinking about um, going back to the map. You know who is it on the map?
0: Beetle, Beetle.
1: Where is Beetle's he? Beetle's
0: not on the map. What's he doing? I, don't know. I think we go check in with hmm. him real quick.
1: Yes, see what's going on. Got me. Got me.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Beetle, and we'll make sure you're on that map. Don't you? Don't you worry, buddy.
2: I will actually pitch that if he's not on the map. I need to suggest yeah. that that be something we add uh so <laughs> we, actually we actually don't know if, honestly yeah. have not gotten as far with the maps as we wanted like we have breath of the wild and Link's awakening uh the intent has always been to just have all of them uh and it just hasn't quite happened uh nice. but that's just the nature of volunteer based uh web projects it's yeah. hard to and especially when there's downtime like this it's hard to keep folks motivated Um uh, I highly suspect mm. when Breath of the Wild 2 hits, just like when Link's Awakening hit, there'll be a group of people eager to make a map immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and Definitely. Uh, and get that done. But that is that's all at ZeldaMaps.com but we Zelda Universe does operate zeldamaps.com. Oh, got it.
0: Right. Yeah, I see that it's I see that it's a different URL when I click. Yeah, on that
2: that the was map. my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Initially it was just going to be like maps.zeldauniverse.net and mm-hmm. One day, I just decided to type it in and see if by chance that domain wasn't there. And to my surprise, it was. Nice. So I was just like,
1: hey, everyone. How about this? We got a new project. We got a new project.
0: Well, speaking of new projects, anybody out there listening that would like to help make some maps, holler. We can put you in touch with Joshua. And next thing you know, you might have a map on ZeldaUniverse.net's map section, aka ZeldaMaps.com.
1: So one of the things that I was most excited about is you had actually reached out to me quite a while ago about, you know, you're building out your um, the, the podcast listenings and just kind of driving more people. There seem to be more and more Zelda podcasts, you know, popping up, it seems like. Every few months, there's somebody new on the scene doing something different, tackling something from a from a from a new perspective. And I'm wondering, you know, what your takes are on, you know, the the really kind of eruption of of podcast really over the last like two or three years uh, in in the space and uh, how that connects new people into the to the to the franchise as a whole.
2: Uh, yeah, so it actually really surprised me. So ZU's had a we call it our, it's a community podcast is how it started. It came out of the forums. Actually, they wanted to have something uh, like just a podcast about Zelda, but also just about what was going on, Uh, whether that was they do things like here's the community member of the month and we had an art competition and we played games and they won the tournament and stuff like that. Uh, But they did that over 10 years ago, which was kind of a different era in podcasting. And then it kind of went away. And it felt like podcasts were just not a thing anymore. YouTube was the future. Uh, And so we kind of ditched it. We were like, the podcast dream is over. Let's go do something else. Uh, And then kind of just out of nowhere, it all came back. Um, In fact, our, our own podcast was run by someone who ran the old one. Or contributed heavily to oh. the original. Yeah, it definitely caught all of us off guard. It totally caught me off guard. I was even listening to podcasts for like web design purposes and things, mm-hmm. and it never occurred to me to just type the word Zelda into the thing. <laughs> and and we had our own podcast, and it never occurred to me that maybe someone else did. Um, so just totally caught me off guard that it existed at all. And then once, of course, I went in, I was like, "There's so much stuff here." And now I can't keep up with them. I have a flood of, of Zelda podcasts in my podcast feed. And mm-hmm. on a good week, I might listen to one. Right, right, right. right. Um, and then I come across it and I'm like, well, I really want to listen to Hyrule Podcasters, but I missed the whole season. I need to go back to the beginning and I'm just never going to catch up. Yeah, I feel you. It, it's definitely surprised me. I, uh, uh, But I do, I really like the podcast format. So notably, I'm on a podcast right now. Notably. but uh yeah like i i do you like better. uh I, I like that maybe more than i like doing youtube stuff uh i listen to youtube audio only a lot of the time i just i don't watch the video part unless i feel like it's really important to what i'm listening to yeah but i like just discussions and interviews and essays and mm-hmm. and those kinds of things so i don't know like it uh it like i say, it was surprising but uh but I like it. I, I think it is a really good avenue forward uh, and is maybe more accessible to folks than YouTube content creation mm-hmm. uh, because you don't need a whole bunch of extra experience. Oh, that's true. Like podcasting re- requires editing and like, no matter what you did, like it, con- Zelda content creation or any content creation has evolved so much over the last 20 years. Like we started Zelda universe or, or, it really, we all started our own websites at the time because that's what you did. Like if you wanted something mm. on the internet, that's how you did it.
0: Right, right. And then
2: social media came around and kind of changed that and YouTube changed it. And uh, But you really need a microphone to make a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, it's, it's a much lower uh, barrier to entry than needing to learn HTML or needing to learn how to edit a video. Um, yeah or any of those other things. So I think that may draw people in uh, to some extent, just make that it's simpler, but uh, I'm all for anybody finding any way to make stuff that they're excited about.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. You know, I think that it's easier to start an audio only project, right? Just simply you have one thing to do. You make something that, that you can listen to when you get into the video. I mean, even though we all have, you know, most of us have some kind of camera on our phone, it still just makes it so much more complicated. And then the other thing I think is that it's easier, at least I found that for me, it's easier for me to get into an audio only media experience because when I do have downtime, I want to walk or I'm driving somewhere or i I am doing something visually, like playing a video game, Mm -hmm. right? And to be able to listen to something while I do any of those things is easier than sitting down and dedicating my time to watching a YouTube video. And like you said, like I just listened the other day to a history, uh, like the chronological history of the Metroid series. And I didn't really need, I didn't didn't really, you know it. And I didn't really need to look. You know, like they had some cool screenshots and some cool images and some cool gameplay. But, you know, I didn't really need to be watching it. It could have very easily been an (laughs) audio only thing. And that's, you know, with our podcast, we try to give somebody the gameplay experience while they're jogging or, or driving. They don't have to be watching the screen to do that.
1: Hashtag, right. you can't always be watching Twitch. That is like, sorry. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly.
2: exactly what I do. Like, I set up YouTube, but I listen to it in the car. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yep. uh, and I do the same thing with the podcasts or if I'm out for a walk and I'm not actually watching YouTube, I'm just listening to YouTube.
0: Right. Um, you know, Ben and I once drove from New York City to Ohio and, that's l- it? and <laughs> listened to. And listen to Pulp Fiction the whole ride.
1: <laughs> yeah. You see
2: it? Yeah. Audio books are good for those long drives, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: but. for sure.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, I have driven podcasts. from Dallas to Baltimore and back multiple times.
0: Ooh. Ooh. That's a That's a drive. Yeah, I've done Portland to Ohio a few times in the last few years. And it's, you know, I spent a lot of my life on the road, though. I'm used to that.
1: Playing right off of this, I, I, I noticed one of the most recent articles uh, written by you is about our uh, our brothers from another mother, the mm-hmm. Sacred Realms boys. Yep. on your YouTube, and they were they were talking about it on on last week's pod as well, and that's pretty exciting new uh, new collaboration.
2: Yeah, uh, their idea, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, to, uh, a spoiler as we uh, accidentally discovered that uh, the other brothers and I live very near each other. Uh, ah. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, Cody, uh, Cody's kind of also the intermedium there that he's on their show all the time.
1: Yeah. And, yes.
2: uh, and they just happen to be nearby. Uh, honestly, when people say they're in Texas, I just assume they're 10 hours away.
0: Sure. Right. Like uh, you, you saying right. you're in
2: Texas doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, no. and, uh, So yeah, I went and I got to go meet uh, Matt and Lyndon and talk about it, and they were interested in doing something with us, so we figured it out. That's great. Uh, Did you have a
0: cigar and some whiskey with them? That's what they, when they record. That's what they always do. Have the train train go back behind them? Yeah, it's
1: great.
2: But no, I am am very much a
0: water person. (laughs) Mm. Cheers to that. Cheers to the water. Gotta have it on deck when you're recording, especially. What so, uh, so
2: yeah, we're uh, we're putting the Sacred Realms podcast uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, that's really what cool. that par- what that partnership is. We're talking about. <laughs> that's great, and then maybe maybe there'll be some other cool stuff sometime.
0: That's cool. They're great. They're really good companion podcast to us. You know, you can listen to us play it and then listen to them talk about it.
1: <laughs> it is one of those places where I think they're only like five years younger than us, but. They have a totally different initial experience of video games.
0: Yeah, definitely. That definitely. has been really
1: fun to to engage with them on. I think we'll be on this season's um uh the final episode for uh The Legend of Zelda talking about um Dungeon Eight Death Mountain. and Dungeon Nine. So it works oh, yeah. that Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, body dems, my
2: boys. Yeah, I Don't have anything official at this point, but there's talk about me being there for Zelda 2. Oh (laughs) that's I love I love Zelda 2. I I
1: love Zelda 2 as well!
2: Yeah, Yeah. I uh so that would be why. Uh, I know they've they've alluded to a few times on their show. They they just say future guest,
0: Joshua. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I've heard that. uh, That's so funny. Yeah, we played through Zelda 2. Ben I it. likes it, I and it. I think he just likes it to mess with me because oh, that video no, game! No, I Killed I it. genuinely love it. Um,
2: like I actually people like you mentioned, people always ask me, "What's your favorite Zelda game?" Blah, blah blah. So I actually keep a list, and I I modify it as I replay games. I change up the order.
1: Nice. Uh,
2: the Adventure of Link is currently number six on my list. Amazing. Right after Breath of the Wild.
1: Amazing. I think the only the only thing that I said that prevented it from being a truly great game is it's and this is a spoiler for the end of a 30 year old game um and it is Thank you, ben. the the fight against dark link is almost an impossible thing to do if you don't cheese it yeah
2: no, nobody fights and
1: uh, um i'm gonna I be the like... stickler
2: nobody fights link's shadow
1: is the character's name Ah, yeah. uh, ah, link's ah. The, yeah. ex- the
2: way you're supposed to trying to fight that boss legitimately is uh
1: yeah basically it's
2: not impossible but right. it's close <laughs> yeah
1: but i think you know everything else like i'm fine with i'm fine with the you know how obscure it is and how you have to you know, you have to do a lot of exploring to kind of figure things out and to and discover and find things. And I don't mind the difficulty ramp for it. And you know, dying is pretty harmless. I would say in that game compared to lots of other games at the same time. So, yeah, that's I mean, where... I, it it's
2: maybe harmless compared to some of the other games of that era. Right. Uh, right. Like yeah, it still hurts when you're hundred experience points away from getting that next level, and then
1: you hit a game over.
0: Uh, uh Flashbacks, flashbacks, right. uh, flashbacks. The uh, original and, and, Dark Souls, maybe,
1: maybe. Anybody? Is it the first? Should we be calling them Legend of Link Lights? Stop. Adventure of Link Lights. That's what it should be called, not Souls Lights. So the, the
2: The Adventure of Link. It's really, it's really like an early Metroidvania. Uh, it's just a good way to think about it. You're basically yeah, playing it Metroid. Is. It's mm. just instead of elevators going from Burnstar directly to Norfair. You take the elevator back up to the overworld, and then you Mm. take a different elevator down to Norfair. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it did take me a long time to like it. Uh, I've only, I I finished it for the first time eight years ago. Excuse me. Eight years ago, and uh, I use save states the whole way through on my 3DS. I was hitting save state before every Iron Knuckle
0: yep <laughs> and uh yep. as you as just, you should and now you can just rewind on switch right which is how i suggest uh, which everybody would have been much faster
2: uh yeah. yeah definitely use save states and rewind for those games absolutely um, to yeah, learn them but i i think the benefit to playing the game that way I know i'm going on a zelda 2 tangent um we love is it is that we welcome is zelda that you two tangents. you learn the game like there are definitely yeah. there's always things in that game that I think are mostly technical limitations that a lot of NES games have. Like if you all have ever played Ninja Gaiden or Castlevania, Mm -hmm. it has the same problem Zelda two has where as soon as you scroll off the screen a little bit, the enemy you just killed re is there again. Uh, And they just keep on coming. And so you can never set up a perfect jump because (laughs) the enemy is always there. Uh, So there's a few things that are really kind of unfair. Uh, But other, other than that, Fighting the enemies is just a matter of practicing and learning what really are patterns. Some of the patterns don't seem like it, which, again, I think feels like a technical limitation. There's uh, the axe throwing guys that are like the worst. Uh, uh, they're so you worse. think you have their pattern down uh, and then they seem to throw two in a row. And I think it's because the animation almost like loops and it like loops and it starts and ends uh, on a throw. And so it doesn't have a space like it's supposed to, uh, and that's just that's a theory. I don't know the actual inner workings of the game. It just seems sure. that way. And uh, so there's little quirks you have to work around like that. But Day using run. save states and rewind to fight them over and over and over and over again just eventually makes you good at it. And so I still use rewind when I, I replay the game every year. Uh, I've already wow. played it this year, and I'm going to play it again because. Matt and Lyndon are making me basically.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, I will not be replaying that game.
2: Oh, no, so you're not going to be it. on an episode I, then? With me, for cause... me, it's like a fun weekend thing to do. That and the Legend of Zelda, I'll play each of those yeah. just on a weekend, just for fun. While TV's on in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I still say, use I'm rewind a... yeah. for things that feel unfair. Mm, you know, sure. I took a jump and a little flying horse head knocked me into the lava. Whatever, I'm just going to rewind that. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel for the that. most part I don't need it anymore.
0: You know, I, I'm a big Mega Man player, so I know all <laughs> about respawning and dying and learning. And uh but I'm good at those games. And you don't have to talk to the villagers in Mega Man. I'm not a I'm not a RPG guy, so the RPG elements oh. of Zelda 2 are yeah. uh, along with like the quirky mechanics, uh really just Irritate the crap out of me. Now, playing through with Ben was fine because Ben, yeah. you know, could be like, do this, do that. That person said this, you know. But as an RPG player, you know, I I, I <laughs> on Zelda 2 a lot. But if you're an RPG player and you have Switch, use the Rewind listeners out there. See if you like it. Have some fun with it. Yeah, no, most of what I play is RPG, RPG adjacent
2: in some way. Um. Yeah. Like I would consider, I consider Zelda an
1: RPG. Not
2: everybody does,
1: but sure. Uh, All right, so sure. I think we have some lightning round questions for you, Joshua. As All we right. do this wrap up, okay. Uh, so, what is your favorite non-Zelda Nintendo video game series?
2: Probably Metroid. I should say Metroid. My nice. uh, friend and co-worker Elias is going to be really mad at me if I don't say Metroid Uh, but it's probably Metroid Um, yeah we'll go with that I can't really think of it of something else I really like Uh, like I like a lot of them but not tons I play every Metroid game
1: and I replay them frequently sounds sounds like probably Metroid
0: I'm right there with you
1: (laughs) all right um, same question but a non Nintendo franchise Ogre Battle Ogre Battle uh
2: Specifically Ogre Battle 64 is my favorite, but uh, but Ogre Battle
1: is my other favorite game series,
2: which I also nice. operate a fan site for.
1: I saw that on your on your Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. Is that a uh, is that a real-time strategy style game? Uh,
2: so Ogre Battle and Tactics Ogre are the same series. Um, mm. Ogre Battle is a real-time strategy turn-based strategy hybrid um, mm. that like uh, simulates a large-scale battlefield. Where uh, you send yes. squadra- you send squadrons around a map uh in real time that then have turn paced RPG battles Very with cool. enemy squadrons. Uh Tactics Ogre uh is the predecessor to uh Final Fantasy Tactics and
0: I you were Triangle say Strategy, that. uh and things uh, like yeah. that. So I'm looking at some gameplay right now and it just yeah. it looks just like it. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. If you could forget one Zelda
1: game so you could relive it fresh, which game would that be? A Link to the Past.
2: What? Which is my favorite yeah. and my first, so... Yeah, uh, what a great game. Go.
1: We got around to figuring out his favorite without asking him. Amazing.
2: Haha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's the game that got me into... It's really the game that kind of got me into video games. Mm. Like, I had, I had yeah, a few games I before that, that but... It was it was actually the first game I picked out for myself that wasn't just mom and dad got it for Christmas mm. and right. uh, then got me into just really my whole life at this point <laughs> uh, so yeah that one uh, I've known it I've known it my entire life and just had it memorized so I still love playing it but it is uh, I, I have a memory of it that's not like my memory for any of the others
1: yeah for sure. All right, and then these these last two will will ask you to gaze forward a little bit for us. Uh, What quarter is Breath of the Wild 2 going to release in
0: 2020?
2: I am still thinking it's quarter one. I think it's March. Okay. Wow. All right.
0: Very optimistic.
2: Maybe, but it was supposed to come out this year originally, and I don't think they were lying. I think they delayed it a few months to get a little bit Mm -hmm. of extra time.
0: Well, I don't ever think they're lying, but, you know, things happen over there at Nintendo. No, they're, I, I they, know. They don't they, want to put out will. another Super Mario Sunshine. But they want to finish the game before they put it out. <laughs> 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 it's been in development for a very long time at this it has, point. It has. You're, so. right, you're right. Um,
1: um, I like that prediction. I like all it. All right. And, uh, and last one, uh, will Zelda be a playable character ever no. in a Zelda game? Oh, ever? Ever. Sure. Well, she's yeah. already
2: been playable. <laughs>
1: In zelda game. <laughs> well you know how about this how about in a in a mainline story based so not like hyrule warriors and that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. in a mainline traditional zelda game is zelda going to be playable
2: Can player in spirit tracks <laughs> yeah i think i think it'll happen i don't think it'll happen in breath of the wild too but i think uh, it'll happen
1: quick bonus lightning nice. round metroid prime 4 is it ever going to come out yes yes
0: yeah, I love right. this optimism. <laughs> Dope. I like the lightning round, Ben. Thanks for coming up with all these cool questions. Joshua, thanks for coming on. Do you have anything else that you want to plug before we get out of here?
2: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at WatcherJoshua. Um, and we've already talked about Zelda Universe, uh, but I also operate ZeldaArchive.org, uh, which is um, where I document essentially the history of our community and active fan sites and fan projects. Uh Going back 20 years,
0: incredible work, and we'll have all those links in the show notes for you. Well, that about does it, Ben. You feeling good? Feeling great. (laughs) Well, thanks everybody for joining us for another episode of Hyrule Podcaster. Oh, yeah! We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for plugging into this week's episode of High Rule Podcasters. If you like what you're hearing and want to support us directly, you can head over to our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive Discord benefits, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. If you'd like updates, you can find
1: us on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. Links to everything can be found in the show notes.
0: And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen.
1: As always, this episode was produced by your co-host, Patrick. And we'd like to thank LT Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song.
0: And again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. (laughs) Odd Conduit Media